0: I'm George Faust, I'm Karaski Melvin, and this is Inside Cajun Nation.
1: KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation, sponsored by Dudley DeBocher, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Alright, hi, hello, and welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. I am George Faust, he is Karaski Melvin. And we are bringing you Inside Cajun Nation tonight. The show dedicated to the Cajun Diamond sports, if you will, as we put a bow on the Louisiana baseball season.
0: In addition to that, we'll hear from former Raging Cajun and newly graduated alum Jonathan Lucroy about finishing his academic career and the future of Cajun baseball in his eyes.
1: That's right. But first things first, the Cajuns wrap up a 37 and 23 baseball season with an NCAA appearance in the regionals. It's the first time since head coach Matt Deggs has taken over the program that the team has won a conference tournament title.
0: Louisiana which claimed its 10th overall Sun Belt Conference title and first under Dags, posted its best most wins in a season since since I'm sorry that that's I'm sorry that, that yeah that's oh, back se- up a little scroll up a little I'm sorry posted its best most wins in that's a so season best, since a, wins, four- it must
1: be best must not be supposed to be in there okay so. hang,
0: hang on I, let me change something real quick
1: Posted it's most wins. Posted it's most wins. Yeah, best must not supposed to be in there.
0: Okay. Louisiana Posted it. It's
1: most wins.
0: It's most wins in a season since since a 43 and 21 record in 2016. Okay, let's try that. I think I, get, I think
1: All right I'm George Faus.
0: I'm Karaski Melvin and this is Inside Cajun Nation.
1: KLFY in the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation sponsored by Dudley Deboise, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Hi, hello and welcome to Inside Cajun Nation, everyone. I'm George Faust, as always, joined by Karaski melvin and tonight's show dedicated to the Cajuns' diamond sports, if you will, as we put a bow on the Louisiana baseball season.
0: In addition to that, we'll hear from former Ragin' Cajun and newly graduated alum Jonathan Lucroy about finishing his academic career and the future of Cajun baseball in
1: his eyes yeah, but First things first, the Cajuns wrapping up a 37 and 23 campaign this season with an NCAA regional appearance. It's the first time since head coach Matt Deggs has taken over the program that the team has won a conference tournament title
0: Louisiana, which claimed its 10th overall Sun Belt Conference title and the first under Deggs, posted its most wins in a season since a 43-21 record in 2016. The game marked the final appearance for seniors Jonathan Brandon, Connor Kimple, Jeff Wilson, Austin Perrin, Austin Garrett, Jacob Schultz, and
1: Brandon Talley. Those seven seniors have set the tone for this program as the future looms large. Deggs realizes the players that return will have to carry on that legacy and create a winning attitude. One thing that is actually going to help them out is well winning themselves.
2: And there's an old saying, you can't pay for a championship it's because it's just priceless. You know, for three years, I've had to talk about it, right? And, and I want you to see what I can see. I'm telling you guys, this is the blueprint. And then I get chills telling you that because when it comes to fruition, bam, there you go. Now the, the talking is a little bit less and the action is a little bit more on their part. And, you know, I do a survey at the end of each exit meeting, and I'll ask some random questions, and I'll tally them up. And, and question four is, I'm going to give you one do-over on the year. What is it? And I can't tell you the amount of guys, and get chills again, that and they're dudes at A&M game. You know, they know. Uh, what's your number one goal? And when I say what's your number one goal, I mean personally. Unanimously yesterday, it was Omaha. That wouldn't happen a year and a half ago. And so that is the tradition and pride that's being restored. And when you get expectation, man, it's like a tidal wave. It's hard to stop.
1: All right, more from Coach Deggs coming up later in the show. Don't want to miss that. A former Raging Cajun gets his college diploma and talks about his future in baseball.
0: Where does Jonathan Lucroy see the program headed? That's next on Inside Cajun Nation. Please stay with us. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling.
1: Welcome back to the show. George here, Karraski there. As you know, already now uh, during the final weekend of the Cajun baseball regular season, Louisiana honored its graduates at Teague Moore Field and one of those was two time MLB all star Jonathan Lucroy.
0: Lucroy spent 11 seasons in the majors with nine teams. His longest stint was with the team that drafted him, the Milwaukee Brewers, and after receiving his degree 25 years after his final day on campus as a student athlete, he talked to us about Finally,
3: getting that degree. It's awesome, and I tell you what, it's um, it's a true blessing to be here. and I Finally, got it done. It took me a long time, but you know, I got it done. I was I was a little busy in between that, you know, when I first started here. So it was uh, it's great to be able to come back now that I have time my hands to be able to knock it out, and I knocked it out. It's uh, it feels great to finally have that. Feels stuff is probably the teaching moments that we had right, with between Coach Rove and the players and myself. And, you know, it was uh, that was the ones that stick out to me now that I've gone on and played um, and, and uh, professionally. But you know, the teaching moments and learning about life and learning about how to be a man—you know, those are the moments I really, really remember. Not the baseball moments I do, uh, but the teaching moments and, and growing moments are the ones I really appreciate. We still got some work to do, and we still got—you know—there's some facilities that need to be improved here, and that's something that I want to be involved with helping to accomplish. I mean, obviously the stands are great, but you know, they, we need a new locker room. We need some better cages, a better bullpen. There's some um, there's some things that need to be taken care of here from a facility standpoint that um, I feel like need to change. So um, that's something that I'm going to
0: be a part of and be involved with
3: down the, coming here down the road. But, you know, I'm thankful and grateful to be a part of this and to be a part of this story program and to contribute any other way I can, even throughout my retirement now. So we'll see what happens.
1: All right, Raging Cajun softball had reasons to celebrate as well. The team, well, they won the regular season and Sunbelt Conference Tournament.
0: And next year's conference tournament will be hosted at Lampson Park. Conference officials say the tournament will happen in May of 2023. Official dates will be announced later. As the three time defending champions, the Cajuns will have a chance to get title number four in front of Cajun faithful.
1: This will be the sixth time Lampson Park has hosted the Conference Softball Championship. Always a great atmosphere. It hosted the inaugural championship in 2000. It also hosted in 04, 2014, and 2018. And that tournament could see the likes of James Madison, Marshall, and Southern Miss as the three teams to join the conference in softball. Those three do, coming up next season. All right, still to come. On Inside Cajun Nation, I sit down for a one-on-one conversation with the head baseball coach for the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns, Matt Deggs, as we look back at the regional and look to the future of Cajun baseball.
0: And Coach Deggs talks about the college baseball playoff system and why it's not a good fit for the Cajuns. That's next when we return right here on Inside Cajun Nation.
1: Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation, everybody. George Faust alongside the head baseball coach for the Raging Cajuns. I wanted to say men's baseball, but they don't play don't women's say baseball. That. They play they play softball. So <laughs> uh, The baseball coach for the Raging Cajuns is Matt Deggs. And, Coach, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate you. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here, some... George. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's start uh, wh- with where we ended this season. Uh, obviously in a regional, which is a good thing. Uh, maybe wish we could have got to the super, of course. But uh, – Nonetheless, a, a very productive year for you guys.
2: No doubt. Wish we were still playing. Uh, but I wish it for the kids. And those boys loved to play so, so much, and they loved each other so much. And they, they just, I felt like they deserved to keep playing and may have just uh, run out of a bullet or two. Yeah. And uh, I think we emptied everything we had against A&M uh, on, on, was it, Saturday night. and it Took a lead into the seventh. Uh, Two-run lead into the seventh. Just couldn't hold it. And, uh, but I was proud of them I'm, and I was happy for them and for Cajun Nation and this community. And just to know that we got a little bit of our swagger back and, and, uh, a little bit of that nasty back and, right. and a little bit of that grit back. And it, could, it makes me proud for everybody.
1: Yeah. You can, you can kind of see that too. All year long. Yeah. I've been saying, you know, I, I, I go on the radio time and time again and, and I, I just can I'm like, dude, they're scrappy. That's a scrappy, but they are fun to watch. Like. When you get out there, you're enjoying this game because they're gonna they're gonna run, they're gonna they're gonna hit the ball. You know it's gonna be exciting. You're gonna watch some productive baseball. When you say uh, tap, tapped out, and you know you, you guys kind of left it all out there, uh, does have you ever been a part of a team that does that, and uh, and then you realize, oh my goodness, we still got a little bit more. Or sometimes I guess I don't know. Does that uh, ever happen?
2: Well, in order for that to happen, you're, you're going to have to have a little bit more depth on the mound. Mm-hmm. And I think although our guys all did their part. Uh, I think uh, we started to run a little bit short and, and something that really not a lot of people know is we got real banged up mm-hmm. late. So Marshock pulls his hamstring, Kemp's fighting a back and he's out. And, and there's two of your better players out for the entire regional. Uh, Rocco had been battling some stuff as well as, as the barge. And, and so, uh, you know, Bo, uh, gave us everything he had in that first outing. And, uh, so it was, uh, we were definitely out, but we weren't out hearted. And, uh, I thought that was our best tool all year was just our heart and our grit and just our fight. And these kids love each other. They didn't want to surrender and, uh, they were fun to watch. I didn't even know what was going to happen. Right.
1: Absolutely. And so... Uh, you get to the Texas A&M Regional, I guess once you win the Sunbelt Conference Tournament, uh, I guess a little bit of ease sets in. And everybody was asking me, where do you think the Cajuns are going to go? And I was like, look, you know, they're like Hattiesburg. I'm like, I, they love sending the Cajuns to A&M yeah. for some reason. They like doing that, that, that committee. Did, you, did when you After you guys won, did you have any sense of where you were going to go and why? Uh, like, no.
2: And, and I've been to a lot of them, and I know it doesn't. You, you can try to play matchup all you want, yeah. but to advance, you're going to have to beat somebody right. and somebody that's somebody. Yeah, and yeah. That's right. uh, I think they pair them up because it's two passionate fan bases that uh, I don't know that there's a lot of hostility there. They kind of, you know, uh, both fan bases love their team and TCU showed well as, as, as well. Uh but it was our old stomping grounds as well, and so it had some extra special meaning. It was great to see some people, and everybody was so great to us. And I thought we played well. Uh, I would have liked to seen us hold on to that lead and see what would have happened, but it just wasn't our time yet.
1: When you uh, look at uh, what you've kind of done to, to, to the program now and where you're, where you're headed, uh the the excitement level should be at an all-time high right i mean you guys you kind of mentioned it uh in in your post-game press conferences uh about how you know you're setting yourself up for something that could be pretty special here in the next few years
2: yeah and it's a process and right that process taken i'm an impatient guy and and uh it's taken a little bit longer than i had hoped uh for obvious reasons uh you know, we've, with the the pandemic and everything else, and it's just taken us a while to grab a hold of some traction. And uh, this team, though, I was asked at the end, "What do you see moving forward?" And I said, "It's going to be a lot of fun, because uh, we're going to return the the backbone of that team and uh, adding some key pieces. And obviously, you got to stay healthy and catch a break or two. But there's no reason our expectation as a as uh, you know, Cajun Nation as a whole should not be uh,
1: through the roof. When you talk about the Cajun Nation and the fans, and we've always known that this this baseball program is supported well uh, year after year, top ten in attendance, and one of the best college baseball atmospheres I've seen. A lot of I went to Ole Miss, you know, been to Mississippi State, uh, seen seen all of those uh, LSU, whatever. Uh, it's impressive that a, a school of uh, of this magnitude, uh, a group of five, whatever you, however you want to label it, is able to consistently do that. And what yeah. do you attribute that to?
2: Uh, I say it all. It's, this is a baseball town, mm. and this is a baseball area. It's a, Acadiana. It's chock full of great baseball and passionate baseball people. They're very knowledgeable, very loyal, and uh, they understand Cajun baseball. And uh, so we get – Just very, very uh, faithful support. And uh, they just keep showing up no matter what. And my goal when I got back was we're going to give them their money's worth. And it's taken a second. Uh, But I feel like this team did that. And uh, I'm proud of that and proud of the way we were supported. I think we wound up like sixth or seventh uh, in the country in attendance. uh, Which that's all those schools with the patch on their sleeve. So uh, for us to do that. Uh, that makes me pretty proud.
1: Yeah, that's impressive, and, and it, it continually. I mean, the facility's phenomenal. phenomenal. Uh, there's there's some excitement uh, with regards to the future. So yeah, yeah, the, it looks looks pretty exciting for for uh, the upcoming uh, years or so. Uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, the the you know how the system works because I, I remember you know at the end of the season this year, you guys were kind of battling. I mean, you were on that that that. Mendoza line, no, yeah. not even that. You were kind of down at the bottom trying to climb into that. Uh, is the system, uh, do you like the way they, they, they kind of gauge uh, the, the college baseball teams and, and how they get into the postseason? No. It's,
2: uh, it's certainly flawed. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't set up for uh, development. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is something that we take a lot, of, a lot of pride in as a program, as development. We have to. We have to develop guys, and uh, so here's the thing. And, and talk about the excitement moving forward. We we should set our sights on hosting next year, because because I think 70 or 80 percent of the teams that do come out of it, right? right. And our our uh, our crowd and fan base would be a definitive advantage. Uh, the heat on the turf would be a definitive advantage, and it's something that we're accustomed to and used to. Uh, but the way that you get there and, and everybody and, and I didn't like it either when, when the league voted to go to a single elimination tournament because of rain. But I told our guys, look, we've been playing elimination games for the last month mm. because we were teetering on that RPI Mendoza line, as you say, Sure. and there's no rhyme and reason to it. So there's a 30 something that didn't get in and there's a 50 that did. And, and so, uh, I can't, we don't have enough time to go through all the different <laughs> right. metrics that make up this gumbo, uh, if you will, that they call RPI. Yeah. But there's a lot to it, and road wins is a definitive part of it. Uh, Q1, which is 1 through 50, uh, plus Q2, which is 51 to 100. Mm-hmm. You add those together, you need to have a winning record, or at least be at 15. You need to have a winning road record. There's an actual formula called ELO, which was developed to measure chess expertise
0: Hmm.
2: which is factored into it and so it's uh you know it's a it's a high wire act man and schools are size and 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 because we don't get the week to week uh top 25 rpi opportunities uh that say some power five schools are going to get right so you can't lose at home to a a q3 or q4 school and that just puts a major dent in things uh and so you got to be very cognizant of that uh, George, when you're scheduling, uh, right. and you're scheduling two years out, so you don't know, Who's gonna you, you just gotta kinda right. look at track record right. and history. And so, uh, no, it's it's flawed. Uh, I, I, w- I wish it was geared more around development, and you know, something that I've always thought would work as if, kinda like you did when you were in school. At the end, let's go back and drop our two or three lowest test grades. Mm. And you should be able to designate weekends or certain games where, yeah, we would
1: like to be judged off of this. Right. Right. Because you can't all the time pick your opponent. Really enjoy speaking with you. It's always a pleasure. You're very insightful. And uh, so I'm going to ask you about some of my favorite players. Because yeah. you have the insight on that. Yeah. Uh one of the guys I really enjoy watching. We talked about him earlier, is Tr. But that's I'm gonna get to him in a second. I want to talk about Carson uh, and, and Rockford and what what he's brought to this team and uh, your view of him as a coach and what you see from him.
2: He's a uh, he's everything that you think, right? And so you watch him play, and uh, he's just as good a young man off the field as as the play that you get on the field and that's not all the time the case right so uh he's he's quiet he's understated he's very humble uh but there's a burning burning intensity inside of him and it gets it gets white hot uh he doesn't like to make outs and uh, he's a future big leaguer I think I know I'm biased uh Jim Edmonds would be a good comp for him very good, yeah, uh, absolutely. Six-foot left-left guy that can really defend, yeah, throws that. good enough, but really has a hit tool. Yeah, okay. And uh, the thing about Carson is not only does he hit, he hits for power, uh, he can defend, and he steals bases. And that's why I thought, of course they didn't ask me, but uh, <laughs> that's why I thought he would probably have the leg up on player of the year.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just a fun guy to watch yeah. play. Another guy that I enjoy watching play is uh, uh, is Robertson and Tr. And, and he he just seems like you know he's got you know every time he he it seemed he seems so clutch. And I don't know if that's how he is really, but uh, but from an outsider's perspective, watching the watch, it, you're like, all right, Tr's up, Carson's up, Tr's up. We got something going
2: here. Yeah, TR's a natural ham. He he, <laughs> he likes the stage. He likes yeah. the look. Maybe that's
1: why I like him, because he's, yeah, he's a good he, interview. Yeah, he is,
2: and he knows how to laugh at himself. And, yeah. and uh, he doesn't take uh, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. And uh, he's the same guy every day. He's got the shortest memory I've ever seen, which is a good thing in baseball. Right. Right. Yeah. He doesn't know what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, that, that allows him to bounce back really quick. Uh, from at bat to at bat or game to game and uh, the physical uh, ability and size and strength and speed it's everything you look for and for him uh, I'm very proud of how far he came during his two years here don't know if we'll get a chance to coach him again with the draft coming up but uh, that's one guy I'd like to see be able to play for a long time
1: yeah he's, he's a lot of fun to watch there's no doubt about it so uh, when you look at uh, the facilities around the around the baseball area the the complex uh are there any improvements coming that 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 you guys get to you know yeah i think
2: uh obviously we've got one of the nicer stadiums in the country and uh when you fill it full of cajuns it becomes in my mind the best Mm -hmm. uh one thing that we are working to do is, is build an operations building that, that houses uh, an indoor development center with pitching and hitting and all the stuff that comes with it. Uh, and we're in dire need of that, but I mean, believe it or not, we don't have an indoor facility. We, yeah. you, you can go inside indoor football, but right. you've got to share that, et cetera. Uh, and so we're one of the few teams that, that doesn't have that option. Uh, and in and South Louisiana, that's important with weather, lightning. Absolutely. Lightning's a big thing. It doesn't even have to be raining. That'll knock you out for 30 minutes pop. Right. Uh, so uh, that's something that we're working hard
1: on and ultimately uh, building off and extending our clubhouse. Coach, I appreciate your time. It, uh, always always a pleasure to chat with you. Best of luck next season. Really enjoy. I, I used to tell Coach Tony Robichaud this all the time. you got to get me to Omaha. I've never covered the College World Series. So uh, I'm going to just... Throw that out there. I'm going to put that on you, too. We'll get you down the call, George. <laughs> All right. We'll bust out the doors.
2: <laughs> hey, one way or another, we'll go. We'll <laughs> figure go. it out. All
1: right. Coach, thanks All so right. much for your time. Thanks, George. All right. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. We'll see you next time. Enjoy your week. Have a good one.